0: anchor.fm to get started after buzz tv starting place for the likes of wwe female superstars kathy kelly sonia deville and Zelina vega proudly presents women's wrestling weekly the world's first podcast and youtube series dedicated exclusively to women's wrestling featuring all the latest news as well as interviews with top superstars in the industry
1: and now, After Buzz
0: TV's own gorgeous lady of wrestling, T.K. Trinidad. Bonjour! Well, you're watching Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is T.K. Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin, and we have a full house. Evan T. Mac is currently fighting crime. However, we have some replacement folks. We have Helen uh, from Chicago, the lady killer, Jim the heel, Jim Alexander. I didn't know you were French and Canadian and all that stuff. Well, you know, and, sure. and it's very true what you just said, so yes. Lady killer. So modest. <laughs> I mean, I would like to think that reality probably says otherwise. But. And then the Kings County Kid That's hailing right. from Brooklyn, New York, Lobito. Yo, yeah, I'm so glad to be here on the show, TK. Thank you so much. Well, you know, I mean, for you guys who don't know, I've been following my social media. I tore my calf muscle so I was a little right. out. So I need some reinforcements to help me with these shows. Yep. However, that doesn't stop us from having an amazing show. We're going to have the start of the week. We're going to have the new. But, amazing guests. She's been on the show before. I think she was doing a road trip last time, so now we have her in the full glory on camera. You've seen her on Impact, you've seen her on May Young, you've seen her on ROH. Please welcome Madison Rain.
1: What's up, guys? Yes, I was driving six hours from Nashville last time, so I apologize. And then I also couldn't figure out Skype. Um, I think we're two for two on that.
0: Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I mean, li- life happens. I get it. But, I mean, you're a, you're a busy woman. So, kind of let's get into it. So, I think the last time... So, you were driving from Nashville, and that was right before the May Young Classic happened, I believe. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, tell us about that experience.
1: Oh, it, I mean, it was so cool. It was... I mean, just the the whole tournament, that whole week is really special for anybody who... Um, gets to be a part of it, but for me specifically, like it just meant that after all these years of wrestling, and I've done some really really cool things. Like I'm not trying to take away from anything else that I've done, um, but there came a point in my career where I had made peace with the fact that um, you know WWE wasn't going to be something that I was ever um, a part of in any way, and and again that was okay. Like I had made. Um, a very successful career out of my time at Impact. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, for a while I thought that that was where I was going to start and where I was going to retire. Um, so after I, I took a, a leave of absence from Impact for a while, um, and I really just bet on myself uh, to have been able to have that opportunity um, and to have an opponent like Mercedes Martinez mm-hmm. in a WWE ring, in such a high profile match, like it was, it was awesome. It was like I couldn't have asked for a better moment.
0: It was an amazing match, and I mean, for you guys who don't know, Madison's been around. Um, like everybody that I've talked to that has gone up against you has just so many great things to say. Like, you've been around for a minute and you know your stuff, so um, it was an amazing match, and I was so happy to see it because, you because, you know, y- y- they had you under a different name, and I was like, wait a minute, yeah. I was like, oh, that's... So it's, that's, the, like, one thing about wrestlers. Like, you guys have, like, so many names, it's so hard to keep up sometimes. So I was really excited to to see you doing that. Um, do you have any... Can
2: you describe the feeling there walking into that locker room during the Mae Young Classic? Was it kind of like the Avengers assembling, or was it kind of like, <laughs> hey, I worked with all guys before?
1: Um, A little bit of all of that. Like, for, for me, it was emotional. Um, And I had, you know, I'd, I'd worked with so many of the girls um, that were part of the second May Young Classic. I, I roomed, actually, with Nicole Matthews, and she and I had our Shimmer debuts um, together many, many minutes ago. Um, <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, and for me, like, at this point, um, everything that I do, like, all of these cool moments, I'm able to share them with my daughter now because she's old enough to understand, like, my mom's on TV, and she's also, like, PTO parent, but she's on TV and these things that she's doing are really cool. And, um, so for me now, like my, my drive has shifted from, um, being selfish and wanting to, you know, be a professional wrestler and have this life and have this career for myself to now, like I'm trying to pave this way and and chase my dreams and keep doing what I'm doing to give her that path to not necessarily be a wrestler. I don't think she has any interest, but, um,
0: not yet.
1: yet, Right. But just for like, whatever her dream is, you know, like it's so cliche. And and every parent tells their kid, you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up and they should. Um, but for me to be able to say that to her and, and have put action behind those words is something really special. And so she understood like, what wwe was Mm -hmm. and, and that i was getting to go there and i was gonna get to wrestle with a bunch of other women that were my friends and and so like for her it was like oh okay mommy's gonna go have a sleepover and and then do wrestling that's cool so, it was fun. It was it was emotional, like, for a lot of different reasons for me.
0: What is, like, now that, that you've been a mom and, and, you know, you can now distinguish the, the lifestyle of being a mom and being on the road as opposed to just being on the road and wrestling, what are some things you enjoy doing with your daughter and the free time you get? Do you have any bonding things you like to do together?
1: Yeah. So, she, like I said, like, she's really, like, thinks it's cool um, that I, I have this unique job, but... She's really not super interested in, um, (laughs) like, if I ask her, hey, do you want to watch mommy's match that I just had? Like, she'll do it just to kind of, like, placate me, I think. Um, But she's really, really good at gymnastics. Um, So, like, we're kicking butt in gymnastics. So for me, like, that's a fun thing. We go to gymnastics two or three nights a week. Um, You know, with it being summertime, like, she and I are just outside with my husband, with our dogs, like we're just... I enjoy being normal when I get to, like, come home and be normal. So... Well, I mean... Like, nothing super exciting, but I like to be a
0: mom. Normal's kind of relative because for you guys who don't know, Madison's husband's Josh Matthews who's like... (laughs) I had the opportunity, um, I went up with Gabby, who's from the SmackDown, from AfterBuzz, and I went down to Impact, and we actually sat down with Josh, and he told us everything that he does for Impact, so he's not only just a commentator, like, I don't even know, I couldn't even say all the jobs that he does for Impact, but he's a huge um, reason why Impact is still Impact, so... It's not. I, I mean, normal is relative, but yeah. I wouldn't say what you guys what you guys are doing as as a family is normal. It's great, but it's not your average, it's not your average your average family.
1: No, wrestling never goes away in our house. Like we, we do. We've gotten really good, and and we found a way to kind of pause it. Um, you know, like during dinner times, or, <laughs> or like we carve out our family time. Um, but it's what I've done for what feels like a hundred years. It's what Josh has done for his entire adult life so even in our normalcy wrestling still exists um so tell us
0: about um all in how was that experience
1: so (laughs) not to make light of may young because i I just explained like how exciting that was for me and and what a, a great opportunity that was for me and how humbled i was by the fact that they chose me to be part of that um but to spin right out of a WWE ring and to go right, then weeks later to um, to all in. Like for me, I feel like all in is probably um, like the highlight of my career. And again, I don't say that like to diminish anything else that I've ever done. But you know. It, May Young Classic, like everybody knew it was gonna be something really big. Like mm-hmm. the first one was incredible. Everybody was so excited to watch it. I, I think it did great for the network. And so going into the second one, we all knew like this is gonna be a big production. Everything WWE does is gold. Like it's it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be great. All in was a bit of an unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody who was a part of it was confident um that you know, it was going to be wildly successful. Um, but it hadn't happened yet. Like it it was just this like unknown thing with all this incredible energy surrounding it. Um, and I knew as soon as I started hearing rumblings of, um, all in being a thing like that, I wanted to be part of it. And so I, I text Cody and Brandy and I said, I don't know what this thing even is yet, (laughs) but with you guys and the Bucks putting it together, like it's going to be huge, and I yeah. want to be part of it. And I am so thankful that I had that opportunity because I, I think, and again, I always say that if I'm wrong, somebody on the internet will tell me. <laughs> um, they will. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that was the biggest crowd that I had ever wrestled in front of, even um, you know the couple times that we went overseas and there were really large crowds there for impact. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that that was the biggest crowd. And to be able to share that moment with Tessa and Britt and Chelsea, like, I love those girls. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't have picked a better group of girls um, just to share that moment with.
0: Yeah, that match was Amazing! Agreed. You guys have been living under a Thank rock. You. you missed. Just go on the. That's the good thing about the internet. Just go on the internet, okay. search it. It's a really, really great match. But you had like a good run. I think we spoke to you a couple months before, and then you had all in, and then May Young, and then I believe the announcement from for ROH came like a little bit after that. Um, so what? i mean you had quite the year so what what happened from because i think you released from the impact obviously because you could do may young so what made you want to do roh
1: um well i took all of 2018 and or the beginning part of 2018 i wasn't under contract with anybody um i did some shows for ring of honor throughout the beginning of 2018 um I, I did some stuff with impact I did a lot of independent shows like that was fun too to get out there and, and go back to places like Shimmer and see some of the new up and coming talent so I really just took 2018 to do whatever I wanted it was the first time in a long time that I hadn't been uh, bound to a contract um, and I'm I'm so thankful that that was the first time in a long time uh, that I wasn't um Tied to any one company, uh, but I, just w- I wanted to do everything. And I made it a point of doing everything. And I, I think that two thousand and eighteen was definitely my most um, successful year of my entire career. I mean, there was last summer, um, I spent one night wrestling uh, Sumi Sakai for the Women of Honor Championship in Atlanta. And then the next morning got up and flew to Toronto and wrestled. Sue young um, for the Knockouts Championship <laughs> wow. on the Slamversary pay-per-view. So it was just a wild year for me. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like in the moment um, when I was kind of laying it all out to, and trying to figure out what I wanted 2019 to look like, um, there was just a good energy about Ring of Honor. And there was a good energy about the locker room and the women that were there and the things that they were trying to do and, and how they were trying to build the division. Um, and I wanted to be part of it. And so... Um, when when the dust settled on year two thousand eighteen for me, uh, I just felt like at that time, Ring of Honor was the best fit for me.
0: Sure. Sure. Who are some men or women, like maybe your top five now in the industry in any company that you really enjoy watching that that either are doing something innovative or really grab your attention?
1: Oh man, top five. Um. I mean, I, I, can't have a top five list without having Tessa Blanchard on it. I mean, she's just, she's breaking barriers and she's doing things that, that women haven't done, um, in any company, on any platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's such a good person to like, to be that young and that successful, um, and to be humble and kind, like that just speaks volumes, um, in my opinion, um, I'm, it's really fun for me to watch what Mia Yim is doing in NXT Mm -hmm. just because like I got to spend so much time with her at impact. And so to kind of watch her grow and evolve and do things her way, um, that's it. That's fun for me. Um, that's too, let's see. Uh, you're making me nervous. You put me on the spot. (laughs) Um, I mean, you, you've got to, you've got to say that one of the most exciting things right now is watching, um, you know the everybody at all in or sorry at AEW Mm -hmm. um the Young Bucks and and Cody and, and Kenny Omega and what they're creating um you know who would have ever thought a year ago um that you know not only that all in would do what it did but that in the aftermath of all in would be this brand new company um that's got so much buzz behind it um you know it's for me, it's really exciting to watch. It feels like, um, you know, the same kind of energy and excitement that that TNA had when I first started there mm-hmm. years ago. Um, so it, it's going to be fun for me to sit back and, and watch them um, and see what they do. And I, I mean, I, I that was cheating. I listed a bunch of people. <laughs> I guess. Um, it, let's see. The uh, Kiera Hogan would be the other one that I hope nobody is sleeping on yeah. because. She, I, I've had the opportunity in the last several um, weeks to work more closely with her and every single time I'm in the ring with her she impresses me more and more um, I think that she's one that people might not be watching and then she's just going to explode yeah. and everybody's going to be like oh my gosh like wait, where did this come from and, and I, th- I think she's amazing I think she's got personality for days um, and I hope that people aren't sleeping on her
2: that's yeah, like mm. more, way more than five. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Let her live, folks. Yeah. I know. Uh, i got to say, in a luster's career, I, I will even say that Beautiful People is one of the most underrated factions in, in professional wrestling. Uh, have you noticed, though, uh, a change, uh, a style, a change of attitude of, of, of the talent that has debuted since since you have? Uh, that The whole new era of new crop of talent? Um, since
1: I started yeah. back? like in when TVs were in black and white. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I don't know about, I don't know about a new attitude, um, but these women are definitely hungry. um, And they're definitely like, they show up every day to go out into the ring and, and leave it all out there. And, you know, in being able to be part of this current era um, of, female athletes in professional wrestling like it's forced me to kind of go back to school and and get back in the ring and not just rely on you know I'm always going to be a big character um that's fun for me it's kind of what brought me to the dance um but it's much less I'm, i I have to rely much less on that now and I really have to rely on my wrestling um and that's that makes me nervous sometimes because there are so many talented women specifically at impact that I work with on a regular basis. And, you know, Jordan Grace and and Tessa and Kiera Mm -hmm. and Taya. Um, but it's exciting for me and it makes me proud that I'm able to grow and evolve and keep up with these girls.
0: Mm. Um, so let's talk about impact. So you went from ROH (laughs) back to impact. What? I mean, obviously, it seems like, you know, it's one of those home away from homes and you went, just went back to home. But what made you um, make that decision?
1: I mean, long story short, at the end of the day, I, I spent all of last year, like I said, doing things my way and doing what felt good. And I had so many opportunities that felt good um, that I didn't I wasn't willing to give that feeling up. Um, and I think impact is what feels really good for me. It feels like home. And, um, you know, I loved my time at ring of honor. I I loved being able to finally work with people like Sumi and Jenny Rose. Um, and Kelly Klein and I crossed paths many, many, many years ago before either one of us ever had any business being on a TV. Um, so to get back in the ring with her was great. Um, to finally get to work with Tennille was awesome, but I was just having this, like, in my gut. I felt like I was missing, missing out on something at Impact because obviously, you know, Josh was still there. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. still watching. I still watch wrestling when, when my daughter lets me have TV time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and for me, it just felt like I needed to go back home. Hmm.
0: So now, I mean, you're back home now, but you did all, all in, and you said that you have a relationship with Cody and Brandy. Is there any chance that you might dip into AEW a little bit? <laughs> or, like, you know, depending on how the contract's set up, is, is, is that an option?
1: I mean, right now, um, I am under contract with Impact. Um, I mean, but wrestling is wrestling, and mm. I, I dipped out of one place and into another uh, Pretty much daily last year. So um, while I'm very happy doing what I'm doing right now with this business, you like you can never say never. Okay. Um, so, I, but I will say this: regardless of whether um, I ever do um, have an opportunity to to work with everybody at AEW or not, like I'm still a fan. I'm still tuning in every time they're doing something. Um, I love what they're doing. I love Brandy. I love Britt. Um, you know, a lot of those other women I haven't had a chance. I haven't been in the ring with Nyla or Kylie um, or B but I I love watching them. So um, either way, I'll be tuning in as a fan and supporting.
0: Um, so in the chat uh, Rocky Empire says, what's your biggest takeaway from All In and will you be at StarCast 3?
1: My biggest takeaway um, I mean I've said in interviews before that after I left impact for the first time in 2017, this like this timeline kind of gets blurred for me at this point. But I think, um, when I first left, um, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen next, uh, Josh and I had a conversation where it was, it was a hard conversation where I had to figure out, um, if I had done everything in wrestling that I was going to do and if it was time for me to kind of spin off into um, my quote unquote normal and whatever that was going to be and I so I remember after the match at all in after like we had all gotten done crying and and (laughs) um, hugging and high-fiving and I had like just a moment to myself I remember thinking I'm so glad that I didn't quit I'm so glad that I didn't hang up my boots before I had turned over every possible stone that there was to turn over. Um, So I guess that would be my biggest takeaway because I remember specifically having that moment where I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad that I was able to do this and I wouldn't have been able to do this if I would have said, okay, that's enough um, all those months prior. And as far as StarCast goes, um, I would love to be, I hope to be, um, but I was supposed to be at the last one and I wish I could remember what happened, but it was something, um, something with my personal life and and my schedule. I'm sure it was something to do with, I don't know, maybe my daughter or something was going on with Josh and I or the dogs or my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, but I couldn't make it for personal reasons. Um, and while I, I love what I do, um, you know, that kind of stuff will always come first. So I hope, I hope that, um, I, that schedules work out and, and stars align and that I can be at StarCast three.
2: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good time in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I got to say, I am a big fan of of your work, and it's been in that way for a long time. And I always wondered, like, how the techniques you use to get into your character. I know it sounds like it's very, very close to you can draw from other things, but I've noticed be a different vibe when you're in the locker room and when you go out there. Has it changed over the years uh, to get into your character and get out of it, or is it almost like a second skin at this point?
1: Um, you know, that's one thing. Like, I've never. I've never struggled with that. Like I've never been nervous about, um, any kind of like in ring speaking, uh, segments that I've had. And I think that's probably because before I got into wrestling, um, I was a drama club nerd when I was in high school. Um, I was in pageants. I was in dance. Like I just, from a young age, like loved to be a character. Um, I, I loved to be in the spotlight uh, so I think anytime I'm able to do that um, I, I have fun with it I get more nervous about like the wrestling part and I worry far less about um, whether or not I'm going to convey my character properly because I think at this point I'm, I'm confident in in what I'm doing and, and how I'm doing it um, and I can just at this point that people still continue to like what I do.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I'm so glad that you decided to hang up those boots, as you said earlier. But I know there's almost this other chapter now. uh, What's next on that uh, career bucket list, if you will, to get accomplished?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, As far as wrestling goes? Wrestling, the personality,
2: the character, the the business, the entrepreneurship side, all of it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I have learned to not really, like, have goals or expectations or things that, um, I have specifically planned out because it never works out that way. Anyway. Um, I've done so much and I'm so proud of everything that I've accomplished. Um, I spent close to a year, um, on the creative team with impact. Um, that would be something that I would definitely love to explore again. Um, you know, that helped me like I said, character development has always been fun for me and has always been the easier of the two between character and, and wrestling. Uh so to be able to help other people develop their characters was always something that I really liked doing. Um I, I yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know what my what my next steps are. I would love to just continue to um learn and grow and have these incredible matches with all of these girls. Um and you know, because every time I have what in my mind qualifies as a really good match, it just further validates for me that um, you know I, I joke that I've been around for a hundred years, but I'm I'm still young. I'm 33. Um, I've just had the opportunity to be doing this um, in front of a large audience mm-hmm. since I was 22 or 23. Um, so while I've been around a long time, I'm still young. I've mm-hmm. still got. Uh, A lot of time left in me, a lot of chapters to write, and I just want to make sure that those chapters are all written my way, not anybody else's way, just just whatever feels good for me, I want to make sure that's what I'm doing.
0: Um, So we have uh, two questions in the chat. Bosa in the chat, uh, he said, it sounded like the dirt sheets were making it out like you left ROH because they didn't want to reunite the beautiful people, uh, even though they did uh, later on. Is that truth or non-truth or don't want to speak on it?
1: I mean, I don't, what's the saying? Like a a fire can only continue to burn if you keep adding logs to it. Um, So I'm not going to even like jump down that rabbit hole. Um, At the end of the day, I left Ring of Honor and they allowed me to leave. Mm -hmm. It was an amicable parting of ways um, because it didn't feel right for me anymore. And, And that doesn't mean that, you know, it was a a bad company or a bad experience. It was just for me, like I'm, I'm a creative person. I want to be creative. I want to do what feels good. And I want to be in the place that's going to give me the best platform to do that. So, um, I'm where I want to be. Um, I am and I'm happy for anybody who is making money and having fun and traveling, um, Mm -hmm. and doing what they love. So, um, you know, I while there's always some validity, um, I not always some validity, but there oftentimes is validity to some of the rumors and some of what you read on the dirt sheets. You certainly can't um Believe can't it. rely on that as as absolute fact every time.
0: Um, and then we have Noah in the chat. He's like, can you ask Madison when uh, you're coming back to your hometown? I'm going to butcher the name. It starts with a C in ohio kashokton
2: kashokton <laughs> <Wow. laughs> that
0: sounds like a fake town All right. well, he, wa- he wants to know when you're coming back to sh- sh- kashokton
1: kashokton yeah um i mean my, my family lives there so i maybe i was just there recently um but as, as far as to wrestle um i'm not sure uh but again never say never
2: never say never uh so can you real quick tell us a story or an instance where a fan ended up inspiring you uh as a performer
1: well at this point um it's any time that i see a little girl in the crowd right because you know then i have that moment and i i connect with them and i think i think just a couple weeks ago um on impact i was making my entrance and I looked down and there was a little girl cheering and I hopped right down and I took my crown off and I gave it to her. Um, and then like the next couple shows that I did, I didn't have my crown because I just forgot to replace it. Um, (laughs) but I remember, I mean, I remember being, um, that little girl and I remember, Uh, when I was younger, um, my parents took me, um, I didn't want to go on a summer vacation. I didn't want to go to the beach. I wanted to go to SummerSlam because it was in Cleveland that year. Um, and so I remember like being captivated by all of these larger than life characters. So if, if there's a, an instance or a situation where I get to be on the other side of that and, and there's a, you know, a little girl or a little boy, just a, a, a kid In the crowd, who is enamored by what we're doing? um, That's that's validation for me.
0: So um, I was just like so enamored about the story. It's like oh my god! God. (laughs) I love (laughs) (laughs) circus too. So I was like, yeah. Now, as far as when you started in. You're not that old, and the fact that you say you're old is just like, but you, but, but you're not. So it's like that you've been. This speaks to your talent and skill, because there've been people who have been in the industry for longer, but they haven't done nearly as much as as you uh, you've done. So definitely kudos to that. You you working hard and getting to where you want to go. Um, but how have you seen women's wrestling change from when you first started to now to even like to like even when we started the show? two years ago to now it's changed a lot. So how has you, how have you seen it changing and where do you uh, want it to go?
1: Well, I think at this point it's, um, it's just on a bigger platform. You know, uh, the, the knockouts division has always been, um, you know, a, a group of women who wanted to go hard and wanted to wrestle and wanted to prove themselves. And, and I think that there have always been those, um, those women in WWE as well. You know, I, I, Opinions aside of, of what people say about the what, the, the Divas era or, or whatever, you know, WWE gave women a platform before any other company did. So mm-hmm. um, I think now in 2019 and in the last couple of years, that platform has just grown um, and there are more eyes on women's wrestling, which creates more opportunities and we're no longer... Um, like a a commodity or an accessory match. We're not just one women's match on a men's wrestling show Um, where we have several matches on a show or there are several segments involving women. And, um, you know, there are men wrestling women now. And and that's a big thing. People, people love intergender wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are, I think there are just more opportunities Uh, bigger platforms and more eyes on the product and I can't tell you how many times I've had just a casual um, conversation with somebody and then of course inevitably wrestling comes up and they tell me that they were turned on to wrestling and love watching women's wrestling because of total divas or total bellas Mm -hmm. so we have as women in professional wrestling kind of like put ourselves out there and, and, you know, things like total bellas and total divas have, have brought even more attention and more eyes to what we're doing. And people, you know, see those shows and then they want to tune in and, and see these girls who, um, are, are these, uh, reality TV stars, then, then go kick ass like they talk about. Um, you know, and then those people become fans because what we do is, is cool. and, And we work hard and, and, you know, I'm a fan of what we do. So, um, I think that just in the last few years, there's been a, more of an opportunity for us to really show um, what women's wrestling is all about.
2: And that's, that's pretty pretty noble. Uh, you know, over the past couple of years, Impact Wrestling has gone through many uh, uh, computations and permeations, right? Uh, what would you say to those, those fans that may have elapsed from the product, may have stepped away for a bit, uh, how has the, the brand changed and, and, and how has it evolved over the past couple of years or so?
1: Look, I don't fault anybody who has, um, you know, told Impact Wrestling that they need a break. <laughs> um, you know, it, it has. It's gone through a lot of ups and downs. Um, and it takes a very committed fan base to hang in there and, and go through all those ups and downs with us. Um, but Impact has it. Like, they have that dedicated fan base. Um, and I'll see, I will recognize faces at events now that I used to see back in the TNA spike TV days. So mm. there are those fans that really want to see impact, um, succeed and get back to where it was. And, and, you know, to the people who have kind of like shut the TV off during the time that is on, I, I don't fault you for that, but, um, I would encourage them to, uh, maybe give it a chance again, because, The impact that I walk into, um, now when I go to work feels a lot like the impact or the TNA that I used to walk into, um, in my early years, uh, morale is good. Everybody loves coming to work. Everybody loves what they do. Management cares about talent, talent care about the opinions of management. Like it's just a, it feels really good. And that's probably why it's always, you know, I've always kind of circled back and come home. Um, Because there's something special about it. Um, You know, whether it's we're the underdog and we're always trying to, like, fight from the bottom. I I don't know what it is. But there's something endearing. There's something about Impact that, you know, we never want to see it go away um, as talent, as performers. Like, we love Impact as our home. Mm -hmm. um, And so, like, we are just super thankful for all the fans who have stuck through um, all the ups and downs with us, and the ones that haven't. Again, like I don't, I don't necessarily blame them, but I would just encourage them to uh, maybe give it a second chance.
0: Yeah, I mean, you need variety. It can't just be one company all the time. I mean, um, when Impact was on TV, I did like going between. You know, you watched WWE Monday and Tuesday, and then you saw Impact on Thursday. It was, it was, it was a different change, especially with the storylines, and it's just good quality wrestling. So definitely encourage. I, I believe it's on Twitch. And somewhere else, Josh was telling me, but...
1: Pursuit. Pursuit, Pursuit Network. Pursuit. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, what I'm also grateful for, on, on <laughs> not only that you're here, is rapid hot tags.
2: Women's wrestling rapid hot tags.
0: So, what I'm going to do is hit you Uh-oh. with a question. You're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind, always early okay. or always late.
1: Uh, I'm always late.
0: <laughs> Last person you text.
1: Last person I text? Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband to come get the dogs. They were scratching at the door. <laughs> if you could listen
0: to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hanson. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Costume parties or pool parties? Uh,
1: pool parties.
0: Pictionary or charades?
1: Um, charades. I'm really bad at both, but charades. Charades.
0: Uh, movie or TV? Movies or TV shows?
1: Oh, I, I binge watching Netflix when I do have TV time. Like it's my jam.
0: Uh, cardio or weights? Um, um weights. Bar class. Oh, oh yeah, bar class is good. And if you yes. could have your your last meal on your last day on Earth, what would be?
1: Uh, cheesecake. An entire cheesecake. Oh. Mm-hmm. Entire cheesecake. Yeah. Have you tried the yeah. salted
0: caramel cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory?
1: No, I haven't. But now that you've just mentioned it, I will. Salted caramel cheesecake from
0: Cheesecake Factory is to die for. That just
2: screams cheat day. I can't eat. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's 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 it's
0: something that you need to like like eat light. For the whole day yeah. and account for that <laughs> one slice because it's just all bad. I think that's like all the calories you need for the yeah, day. Why do you need lettuce? I yeah, have
1: but, cheesecake later have the Cheesecake Factory they they get you because the food is so good and the portions are massive. Mm-hmm. So by the time they come around, they're like, "Are you ready for desserts?" Like, oh, uh, yeah. can I take it home? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I found a way. I just post made it. So what I know, I'll I'll post make just the cheesecake because if you post make the whole meal and the cheesecake, then it's just like okay, I should have just went to Cheesecake Factory. But if you just do the cheesecake by itself, it's like okay this was a treat diet hack yeah yeah it's not it's (laughs) Uh it's
1: it's not as bad yeah that's smart noted noted (laughs) uh thank
0: you so much for coming on we really appreciate you uh for those who are not following you you should be following madison by now but just in case where where can they find you
1: um i am on instagram and twitter both at madison rain um and i've been getting more frequent uh from people telling me that they found me on Facebook. It's not me. Uh, I don't have a Facebook. I'm only on Twitter and Instagram, and both are just at Madison Rain.
0: There you have it. I uh, look forward to, like, uh, because I was talking to Josh about kind of getting – watching impact again so i look forward to like seeing it again um i loved it when it was on so i'm definitely looking forward to to seeing that and everything that you are doing i know this is not even though you keep saying you keep shooting out that old word it's definitely not the case so i know there's gonna be <laughs> far more stuff coming your way so thank you so much we appreciate you guys appreciate you for coming on
1: yeah absolutely thank you and i i know that i've been like the worst at at scheduling time so i appreciate you guys giving me the time
0: yeah no problem you're a mom and a re- like you do so much i mean it's life i'm I in totally college
1: too if that counts for
0: anything i mean gee like i t- it's life man so <laughs> i definitely we we work with it It is what it is. It's
1: life. That needs to be a hashtag on a shirt. Hashtag
0: life. Thank you so, so much. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Thank you, guys.
1: Let's do it again soon. Okay,
0: Okay. thank you. All right. All right, before we uh, take off, let's get into that Star of the Week real quick. Oh, yeah. It's now
2: time for our Star of the Week. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. Yes, the star of the week this week is Vanilla Vargas, uh, born Alice Vargas Torres from Miami, Puerto Rico. This superstar has done a lot in her straight debut, debuted in 2014, and she has performed all over the world. Trained by Art Angel de la Muerte, or the Angel of Death, uh, she is now being heavily featured in the Triple A promotion as hashtag the Trend Woman, uh, a perennial challenger in the mixed tag division. She has competed for the AAA's flagship events, including Triple Mania and the mixed tag. Division Championship, and speaking of that, uh, August third, Triple Mania twenty seven, uh, she will be competing along with Australian Suicide in that mixed match, mixed tag team title match. Wow. So once again, Vanilla Vargas is our star of the week.
0: Wow, that was a that was a handful of that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, mixed tag tag match. <laughs> and then let's uh, hit the news real quick. We have a couple of news items for you guys. Oh yeah, uh, just let's go straight to news, guys. All right. Breaking news
2: We're coming up from our friend out Barbie Hayden, who's also a friend of the show. She's hanging up her wrestling boots and heading to perform on stage in Las Vegas. That's right. <laughs> The Sassy Girl in Texas, best known of her work as Barbie Hayden and in a new wrestling circuit as an interviewer as for the Title Match Network. She also stars on AXS TV's new hit show, Wow Women in Wrestling, as Abilene Maverick, which is a good show. I yeah. love it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbie's in uh, Edinburgh, Scotland, bringing her moves to a Atomic Saloon Show by Spiegel World, opening at the Venetian Las Vegas this September 2019. Uh, it premiered this year at the Edinburgh Film Festival, uh, Festival Fringe, excuse me. Spiegel World is mostly known for the successful shows Opium and Absence. I've been to Absence, loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newest four point three million dollars speaker world show has featured Hayden, and she'll join the cast. That include acrobats, comedy, aerial pole dance, hula, Irish hand dancing, and professional
0: wrestling, mm-hmm. of course. Now, will you be seeing this show when it goes online? I, I have a funny feeling. I don't want to blow up her spot, but I mean, if you put it on Instagram, then you are blowing up your spot. Sure. Uh, Sarah the Rebel, who used to be on the show, uh, she moved to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and she's currently in Scotland. Okay. So you thinking? And I there? mean, Abilene Maverick was a wow, and Sarah was a wow too. So I'm surprised
2: she's retiring. I thought she had a, a lot of more years actually active competing, but now she just transitioned. Well, I mean, else. it also
0: probably depends on the contract and fair. money wise, and you Absolutely know, like, would you? It's it's just like LA. Would you rather work three jobs or would you just want to work f- just one oh, one job and be comfortable? I
2: live in LA, so we had as much jobs as possible. Exactly. Like, like I have Pokemon. like five. <laughs> I don't even know how many
0: I have now. I just go from one to the other, so it's 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 absolutely crazy. What do you say first? That's i ask you what
2: you do for a living. You just I don't tell people what I do for a living. Uh, so you're a spy. Okay, I just so I, I just say
0: fun. if somebody asks me what I do for a living, I just I do stuff in entertainment. That that sounds like a spy. Well, <laughs> import export business. I mean, because. <sighs> We don't even get into all this, but yeah. I just don't I, like, when people tell me, oh, I'm an actor and I'm this and I'm a that, and they give me five things, true. then technically you're really not doing all that's those things. That's actually pretty valid. I so I just ahead. say I do stuff in entertainment. And TK,
2: what you should say is, when someone asks what you do, you should say, I kick ass. That's what I do. Because <laughs> all of us know that's true. That's more spy stuff. <laughs> <That's right>? more,
0: <laughs> I, I sure actually enough. wouldn't mind doing like, I like wouldn't mind kicking ass as a job, but, okay, you yeah. know, <laughs> and killing people, that. like, you know, as an assassin. That would be kind of cool. But anyways, any oh. other News. Yeah, also the news, uh, this <laughs> week was Raw
2: Homecoming. I mean, that was one of I actually liked that episode. It was cool to see everyone from different areas, the uh, ruthless aggression, the reality era, the era, and of course the attitude era all together. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had our first ever female 24-7 championship winner, Kelly Kelly, Barbara Blank. I remember when she first started on the new ECW as Nick, uh, as Mike Knox's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and now she evolved to being an active competitor herself. Uh, won the title from uh, Gerald Briscoe uh, in a hallway this week, so she out to Kelly Kelly, man. She should be a star of the week. Yeah, and weeks.
0: Medusa. Medusa also got the title as well. Um, yeah, Candice. Yeah, all it's right. it's one of those things where um, this was the we. I think we were talking about if you guys are not if you guys just watch Women's Wrestling Weekly. We also do Raw. We do NXT. There's also SmackDown show, but we're not on it. So I mean, why bother watch it? But um, we were talking about this the twenty four hour the twenty four seven belt and how it was getting kind of stale. And this was a unique way of incorporating, you know. I don't know. The legends, legends, yeah. I was going to say retired wrestlers, but legends sounds better. The legends in, you know, doing something versus them just coming up on stage. Although Steve Austin's um, speech was quite interesting. Yeah, it was. And they cut him off, too. That that overrun, man. I don't know. Because it sounded like he was a little bit on the tipsy side. He's like, yeah, I have one more thing to say. say. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh Madison Rain was amazing. Yes, and is. next week I guarantee you guys, next week's show, please tune in. We have some dirt. We have some not dirt. We have some tea. Okay. Um, we have some news. We have a really amazing guest that is gonna just was open with us on uh, telling us everything. So we really appreciate that. Um, other than that, where can uh, we find you? Flobito? Oh yeah,
2: for sure. I'm on Twitter at Flobo Boys on Instagram at Flobito and Flobito
0: And make sure to follow uh, WPW Women's Wrestling Weekly on everything on Twitter and Instagram. WPW uh, WPW Weekly. I should know that. Yeah. And then also after buzz TV on everything. Uh, if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, hit a, hit the subscribe button like button and also do comments itunes five stars are better spotify I'd also leave some comments other than that you can find me on everything at tk trinidad till next week guys ciao
2: kick ass for from executive producers kevin undergaro maria menounos phil svitek producer tk trinidad and me mark donica your voice of AfterBuzz tv wrestling we ask you to rate and comment on itunes subscribe to AfterBuzz wrestling on youtube and find us on all social media Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed
0: herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or
2: principals.